you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 27. Proverbs chapter 27. And uh, today I want to preach a very simple message. A message called, Destiny Delayed is the Devil's Delight. Destiny Delayed is the Devil's Delight. And I want to preach about procrastination. Procrastination out of the book of Second Hesitations. Hallelujah. Amen. Procrastination. How many of us here this morning are procrastinators? Oh, yeah. Come on. Praise the Lord. Honest people in the building. Thank you. I'm one of them. Amen. Procrastination. And you know what? Today, I want to expose the procrastinator inside each and every one of us. Come on now. I want to look through the Bible, through the scriptures, because how many know, how many can agree? Procrastination is what kills discipleship. Oh, I'll start praying tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I'll start reading the Bible next week. Oh, I'll come to church constantly, consistently. You know, when I feel procrastination is what kills disciples. And can I be real this morning? Can I, you know, I preach this morning. A person who is a procrastinator is a person filled with excuses. I'm preaching to myself this morning. So get comfortable, strap your, you know, seatbelt on. It might get a bit uncomfortable, but I'm telling you, that's what the Bible does. It moves us out of our comfort zone. Come on. It moves us out of this Christianity where it's like, oh, man, God, deal with the flesh. God, deal with us so that we can be spirit-filled. Come on. God, deal with us so that we can move into the destiny that you have for us. Amen? So Proverbs 27 verse 1 tells us this very simple verse. Do not boast about tomorrow. Everyone say tomorrow. When tomorrow never comes. <laughs> do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. God, I pray this morning, expose the procrastinator within each and every one of us. Speak to us, convict us, challenge us, change us today. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. So number one, if you're taking note, let's consider the problem with procrastination. So the definition of procrastination, I can't even say it. <laughs> Procrastination. <laughs> it is a country. <laughs> the action of delaying or postponing something. We've all been there. There are people here today. Your lawns need mowing. Mm. I won't mention any names. The boys' house. <laughs> boys' house. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's dishes in the sink that needs cleaning. There's clothes in the laundry that needs washing. And the most common answer is, I'll do it when? Tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it. To, 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 I'll do it tomorrow. Most people don't know this, but you know what? To put things off, to put God's will off is sin. Procrastination is sin. Let me, tell, let me read James chapter 4, verse 13. It says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow... We will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy, sell, make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. I love this. Well, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. Again, that word boast. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good, does not do it to him, it is sin. 
I mean, you think about James is writing and it says, for what is your life? It is but a vapor. It's here and then it vanishes away. I mean, you think about life for a second. Life. Life for a minute. The life that you have today. Miriam's uh, uh, dictionary definition of life. Listen to these uh, sayings. It says, the quality that distinguishes a vital and functional being from a dead body. Life. An organismic state characterized by capacity for metabolism. Life. The sequence of physical and mental experiences that make up the existence of an individual. For example, children are the joy of our lives. We're talking about life. The period from birth to death. Life. A specific phase of earthly existence. Life. And James asks and he writes this particular verse and he says, what is your life? For what profits a man to, who will gain the world and lose his own soul to lose his life? What are you doing with the life that God has given you this morning? Are you obeying God? Are you doing his will? Are you fulfilling his purpose on earth? Are you fulfilling what God has told you to do in your life? Life is but a vapor. It's here and then it vanishes away. Vapor and it vanishes. It's here for a moment, but then it's gone in an instant. I mean, this is how God sees life. It's just but a vapor. And here we are. Oh, yeah, I'll do this. God, I'm going to do this. But then life finishes and it's like, man, can you imagine for a minute when we get to heaven and we realize and we regret, man, I could have done so much more. But because of procrastination, don't put off Doing God's will because destiny delayed is the devil's delight. If the devil can get a hold of you and put off time, if the devil can get a hold on your life and get you to procrastinate, listen, you will never venture into what God has planned for your life. It's here, but then it vanishes away. John 14, verse 6. I mean, we're talking about life here. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the what? The life. I mean, there's nothing else that fulfills our lives but Jesus. Can you say amen? There's people in the world out there that's looking for life in meaningless activity. There's people out there looking for life, but I'm telling you, true life is found in Jesus Christ. The emptiness can be melted away. The things in our lives can be, uh, you know, a turn for good when we realize our need for a Savior. Because there is life in Jesus. 1 John chapter 5, verse 12. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. I mean, there are people out there trying to find life, but they're missing it. It's found in Jesus. John 10 verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I come that they may have what? That they may have life. And that they may have it more abundantly. I'm telling you, this life that Jesus wants to give. The life that Jesus wants to give for you and your family. Jesus wants to give for you as an individual. He wants to give it abundantly. But here we are procrastinating, trying to hold on to our own little lives. Where Jesus could give us so much more. And the problem with procrastination, listen very carefully, is people never truly find life. Because they're putting off God. They're putting off doing God's will for their lives, procrastinating. They're living their own life outside of God's will. And how sad the revelation that people get to heaven 
How sad it is when they get to heaven. How so much sad is it for an unbeliever that they've put off salvation. They've made excuses. They procrastinated. Oh, I'll give my life to Jesus uh, maybe next service. I'll give my life to Christ. You're watching online this morning. You're like, oh, I should have came to church. Yeah, you should have came to church. You, you know what? You're here today and say, man, I should give my life to Jesus. But then you come into eternity and you regret and you spend eternity separated from the love of God. Jesus spoke a parable. And he's telling them about the banquet. And he's telling these servants to go out and invite people to this banquet. And every single one of them made excuses. Listen to the story in Luke 14, verse 18. But they all, with one accord, began to make excuses. The first said to him, I bought a piece of ground. I must go see it. I ask you to have me excused, please. And another said, I bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Still another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. All these excuses, procrastinating excuses. But for the believer, I'm telling you, it's a sad revelation. I could have done more for God. What if I didn't procrastinate? And given my life fully, just surrendered, just like we sang this morning. What if, what if, shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's what everyone will be singing when they get to heaven. I shoulda done this for God. I coulda done this for God. I woulda done this for God. There's a quote. The tragedy of life is not that it ends so soon, but that we wait so long to begin it. Think about that statement for a second. The tragedy of life is not that it ends so soon, but that we wait so long to begin it. I mean, here we are given the gift of life. People spend so many years climbing the corporate ladder to get to the top and realize they've been climbing the wrong ladder all along. They realize their life that they spent could have been with their family, could have been with their children, could have been with their spouse, could have been with their marriage, but yet procrastinate. I'll, I'll spend more time with you soon, son. I'll spend more time with you, daughter. I'll spend more time with the church. I'll spend yet trying to fulfill your own life. And then we come to the point of the end when all is said and done in the light of eternity. Man, we come to this realization, this revelation. I should have begun something. And so the problem with procrastination is this. The destiny delayed is the devil's delight. The devil delights when believers begin to put things off. The problem with procrastination is, number one, people make excuses. The problem with procrastination is, secondly, someone else will do it. We play the blame game. Oh, yeah, they'll do it. Oh, they'll do it. Procrastinating. Thirdly, is, you know what? We become lazy and apathetic. There's no zeal. There's no passion. Fourth, God's will for their lives will never be fulfilled. That's the problem with procrastination. Destiny delayed is the devil's delight. Church, life is but a vapor. Can I remind you of that this morning? Life is here, but it, then it vanishes away. It's here, it's gone. I want to encourage every one of us. It's a simple message. Do God's will for your life today. Don't put it off. Do God's will for your life today. Number one, get saved. Stop living in sin. Number two, follow Jesus. Be a disciple. Serve in the kingdom of God. Die to your pride. Come on. Die to self and live a fulfilling life of sacrifice, pleasing to God. Matthew chapter 16, verse 25. Jesus says, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake 
will find it. I mean, this is counter-culture. Jesus is coming against the culture of our day and age. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. How much more life can we find when it's just simply surrendered to Christ? Surrendered to Jesus where we find true life within him. Romans 12 verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Again, a laying down of self. A laying down of preferences. I'd rather do this for my life, but God, what is your will for my life? I don't want to get to the end of my life and realize, man, I should have done this for God. It says, you know, laying it down, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. I mean, Jesus said, and we all know it, take up your cross and what? Follow me. So many people have traded the cross for a couch. Comfortable, cruise control, Christianity. Take up your cross. Oh, yeah, just on Sundays, Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I've got other things to follow. And people are so concerned about their own followers instead of following Jesus. Hello. Jesus wants us. He's calling the church. He's calling us for greater service. And the Christianity today is people just don't want to let go. People don't want to take up a cross. People pick and choose on what God's will looks like for their lives. As long as it suits their schedule. As long as it suits their terms. I'll do it tomorrow on my terms. I'll do it later, God. I'll, I'll get involved when I get such and such in place. But when you delay your duty, listen, you delight the devil. It's serious. This is the, the, the truth of God's word. Jesus himself was faced with procrastinating and he says, God, nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. I mean, here is Christ at the end of himself. Could have put it off. Could have said, oh, maybe we can try this another time. When I'm feeling a bit better, when I'm much more stronger, maybe I can, you know, pick up the cross then. I'll do it then. No, no. He says, nevertheless, not my will. When he was sweating great drops of blood, I'll do your will. When in the midst of pain and agony, God, I'll do your will. I, I feel like most Christians only just want to do God's will when it's comfortable. They just want to do God's will when they feel like it. Oh, it's so good. It's sweet. But God's calling us that in the midst of pain, in the midst of trial, in the midst of difficulty, will we follow Jesus? Will we follow Christ? Or are we just going to procrastinate? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'm just waiting for the right time. Spiritualize these things. I'll just wait on, waiting on the Lord, man. Waiting on Jesus as an excuse to procrastinate doing God's will. Matthew 16, verse 27, uh, 25. Listen to this. Because he's talking about, this is in full context. Matthew 16, 25 through to 27. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. What are you doing with your life, bro? Sis, what are you doing with your life? That God has given you. The gift of life that God has given you. Are you procrastinating? You know, there's a quote that says, Procrastination is the grave in which opportunity is buried. Gloria Pitzer wrote this clever little poem. Procrastination is my sin. 
It brings me nothing but sorrow. I know that I should stop it. In fact, I will tomorrow. So let's talk about, secondly, the root of procrastination. You know, procrastination, every one of us will face, myself included. But procrastination is the symptom. Listen very carefully. Fear is the root of the problem. Psalms 118 verse 24 tells us, This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. But I feel like, man, you know what? People can't rejoice in their todays because they fear about their tomorrow. This is the day the Lord has made, oh, but I'm, I don't know what it's going to face tomorrow. And so people can't rejoice in, today, in their todays because they have fears about their tomorrows. For me personally, one of the main reasons why I procrastinate boils down to this very real issue. It comes down to fear of failure. The other thing of, about procrastination for me is, you know, I've, sometimes I just don't know where to start. You know, certain things that you want to do, certain things that you want to start, but here it is, talking about and referring to anxiety. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. And so anxiety, this anxiousness, if I'm going to take this job, uh, what if it fails? We project in our minds uh, what path to take to avoid risks and manage to do things safely and try not to fail. We're trying to do things. We measure it up so perfectly. We're doing this and we, in our minds we, we fear. And we move from faith to fear. We move from worship to worry. We move from peace to panic. We move from promise to problem to procrastinate. Another thing that has caused me to procrastinate in my life is wanting to conserve my own energy and resources. Let me be real with you. Conserving my own energy, resources. At times I've been worried about taking on something new, doing something new, but I know in my mind, oh man, this is going to, this requires more work. I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm worried. Oh, you know what? It's going to demand too much of me, too much of my time, too much of my money, too much of my heart. Is that, is that ringing anyone t today? Is that ringing true of anyone this morning? I mean, it's not just laziness. It's concern over something new, and it's got to make a change in your life. And, you know, I had this revelation through God's word. And, you know what? Spiritual root, the spiritual root of procrastination is reduced down to one thing, and that is fear. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. You know, fear leads to plain old disobedience. Romans 7 verse 20, Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. This verse makes it clear that not only is procrastination just not a good idea, but we're also actually sinning when we procrastinate. This is what convicts me. This is what really gets me is, you know what, we make excuses. We talk ourselves out of doing God's will. And the Bible tells us plain and simple, it's a sin. And that's poor stewardship of the gifts that God has given us it's just plain old disobedience it's not okay the bible challenges us in ecclesiastes 9 verse 10 whatever your hands find to do do it with your might for there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in sheol to which you are going you see life is but a vapor life is short everything we've been given is a gift and it's a sin to waste god's gift 
I mean, we're here to build God's kingdom. We're here to propagate the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus says to his disciples, go out into all the world. The word go, a call to action to his disciples, to the soldiers. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Save the souls of men and women. And Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. But disciples are casting another net. Netflix. <laughs> casting another doctrine. Disciples are on Facebook instead of the faith book. I'll be a fisher of men soon, Lord. I'm just comfortable where I am. I'll follow you, Jesus, on my terms. Men of God, women of God this morning, we're called to serve, not tomorrow, today. But will you deny yourself? Will you pick up the cross and follow Jesus today? Will you obey his voice and say, God, I know this is going to cost me so much. I know this is going to involve this and so much of my time. But God, you know what? I'd rather do your will than to do my own will. It's recorded in the, the life of King David at the end of his life. Wonderful story of, found in Acts chapter 13. Verse 36, it tells us, Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation. This is the NIV. Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation. I mean, you think about that for a second, because it says he fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. The picture right here is David served his generation. New King James Version says, For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell asleep, was buried with his fathers, and saw no and saw, sorry, corruption. I mean, here it is. David served his generation. This generation that we live in is filled with self-seekers and not soul-seekers. What about you today? Are you still serving yourself? Could it be said of you that, you know what, at the end of your life, God says, you know what, well done, good and faithful servant. That you served your own generation. That you served by doing God's will. That you know what, you knew, man, I ain't got much time left on earth. I'm going to serve this generation. So that leaves us, and I close this morning with the third point, just do it. <laughs> the Nike's motto is just do it. Now, when I was a new convert, a new Christian, very early on in my Christianity, I got a word from a preacher from the Potter's House Church in Hamilton, Pastor Scott McGrath. And he finished preaching a message and he called my name out. He says, Bobby, I want to pray with you, but I want to give you a word. And he said to me, he said, Bobby, I've got a word for you, and it's, just do it. And he had no idea that I was struggling in my life to try and leave the world and to follow Christ. And he had no idea that, you know, I was struggling to, you know, to stay saved, to be a Christian. He goes, you know what, plain and simple, Bobby, you just got to do it. You just got to deny yourself and, and just do it. Be a Christian. And I'll tell you, it was after that word, I, I went back to school. I began to be a witness for Jesus. And that's where I begin to, you know what, my life began to change. And here it is, people begin to notice change within me. And Pastor Sean Reeves, who is a pastor 15 minutes down the road, you know, witnessed to this guy, able to give him the gospel message in maths class. A bunch of, you know what, failures. <laughs> Failed the whole of grade 12, but here we are deciding to lay down our lives for Christ. And God is able to now use young men 
with no fathers, young men, uh, you know what, with this rebel mindset of not wanting to get a job, not wanting to, you know what, get married, not wanting to do all these things, but one encounter with Christ, one decision to lay down for Jesus to say, you know what, I don't want to gain the world, I want to live for Christ. I'm telling you, God begins to move on your life and begins to speak to other people as well. Just do it. For those of you who missed the rally last night, Pastor Phil preached an incredible message last night. The menace of mediocrity. I mean, it was a powerful message. And I, I was, I, as he was preaching, I was like, man, he has no idea the message that I was going to preach this morning. And it was like, you know what, man, God's wanting to speak to his church. Let us as a church, let us be disciples of Jesus, selfless service for God. Not entangled. A soldier who, you know what, does not get entangled with the affairs of this life. John 9 verse 4, Jesus said, I must, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. Jesus decided, man, I'm, I must do this. I, I, got, I can't get, you know what, hey, I can't wait for so and so. Listen, are you going to follow me or not? You know, it's like, oh, Jesus, you know, did he ever stop and say, hey, how you going over there, bro? Hey, you want to come now or I'll wait for you? He just went for us. I mean, I need, I must go and do the will of my father. Ephesians 5 verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. You got to pray, God, what is it that you want me to do? God, what is it that you want me to do on this earth with such little time? What is it, God, that I can do in your kingdom that I can serve anyway? I don't want to get caught up in the affairs of my life. God, it's going to be difficult, but God, here I am. I'm going to lay it down. Don't wait for the perfect circumstance. Don't work for the time to be right. Don't, work, uh, don't wait for this perfect timing to do the will of God. Just do it. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4. He who observes the wind will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. Here is a man who just looks at his circumstance. I'll begin farming as soon as the conditions are right. I'll start planting when the things are going well in my life. Just do it. Some of you could have had your driver's license by now. If not for procrastination. Can I preach today? Some of you could have lost significant weight by now. Oh. <laughs> every head bowed, every <laughs> If not for procrastination. Some of you could be teachers of the word by now. If not for procrastination. Some of you could be in God's will by now. If not for procrastination. The church could be having revival. If its believers did not procrastinate. It's a call for us, a challenge for us. Can you feel God's spirit on your heart this morning to say, man, God, what am I doing with my life? I made a decision, you know what, when it comes down to my family, God, what is it that you want to do? And when we gave our vows to each other, your God shall be my God. Wherever you go, I will go. I made a decision. God, I'm going to do your will. Together as a married couple, God, wherever, 
you called us to go. I'll go. I'll do your will. You want me to be involved and serve? I'll serve. You want me to get involved and, and help out a brother or sister that's in need and give? I'll do it. Don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait till tomorrow to do God's will. Just do it. Don't wait for someone else to get it done. Just do it. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Just do it. That's my prayer. God, I'm praying. You know what, God? Help us to be believers. Help us, God, even in our worship team. God, raise up men and women who have a desire to serve. Because I'm telling you, I don't want to be singing, playing the guitar. I want others to get involved and say, listen, I'll serve. I'll do it. I'll song lead. I'll, I'll back up sing. I'll serve in the nursery. What a spirit that comes upon a person that says, I don't want to procrastinate no longer. I want to do God's will for my life. Can you imagine the spirit that goes through a church of selflessness? What is it that you need? What is it that, you, that you're, you're struggling with? Let's pray together. Let's, let's not wait till another day and say, come on, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to lay hold. I'm going to do God's will today. If you feel a stirring on your heart to go out and share the gospel message, go out. Don't wait till another time because maybe God is bringing you to a place to say, there's someone on the street that I want you to witness to. Don't procrastinate. Don't leave it too late. Just do it. Can we be believers that say, you know what? I'm not going to be led by my flesh. I'm going to be led by the Spirit of God. I'm going to be led by His Spirit to say, you know what, God? I'm going to serve someone else. I'm going to get involved. I'll lay down my life for His will, His purpose. Amen. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. Destiny delayed is the devil's delight. Very simple message. I believe that cuts across our hearts, cuts across the grain of this culture that we live in. But it's needed in the church. Procrastination. What about you, my brother, my sister? What are you putting off? Maybe God's called you to do something. What is it? We got to pray. We got to see, seek God and do His will. Maybe you're here this morning. I want to give an invitation, just like we do every service. You're here this morning and your heart's not right with God. My friend, I want to tell you, you know what? God loves you. Can't articulate this in words, how much God loves you. He does. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus decided to take your sins, my sins upon him and die on the cross for each and every one of us. My brother, my sister, you're here this morning. You know your heart's not right with the Lord, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You feel God's love this morning. It's pulling upon your heart. You know you need to respond and say, yep, I need forgiveness. I'm not right with God. Don't procrastinate. Just do it. Why don't you raise your hand with mine and say, yep, that's me. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless. Amen. I see these hands. Anyone else? Lift it up. Lift it up. Don't wait till it's too late. God bless you. God loves you. God's really moving upon your life today. Amen. I see that hand. Anyone else? Say, yep, that's me as well. I'm, I've been doing my own will. I've been doing my own life. And you feel God's pull upon your heart. Today's the day to give your life to Jesus Christ. Lift it up. Say, yep, that's it. Today, I'm not going to wait anymore. I'm not going to wait till another service. Today, I'm going to give my life to Jesus. Amen. Lift it up. Lift it up. Join His honest hands. Maybe you're backslidden in your life. You once had a walk with Christ, but you gave your 
your life back to the devil. You've gone back in your own ways. Why don't you lift your hand and say, yes, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God loves you. God wants to save you. He wants to give you a purpose and a life abundant. Lift it up this morning. Join his honest hearts. God bless you. I see that hand. I see these hands. Anyone else? I see that hand over there. God bless you. God loves you. He's calling right now. Maybe you're here this morning. You want to respond as well. Say, yep, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. My sister over here on the right, you, uh, you met that? Come, come, both of you. My brother in the middle. Come, come, my brother. Malo, come, come. We're going to pray together. Come, come, pray. My sister, come, come. We'll pray together. Come. Stand right here, guys, and just pray. God bless you. God bless you. Good decision. And just repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I'm asking, come into my heart. Wash me. Cleanse me of my sins. I'm asking that you help me to be a disciple and follow you. I thank you that you died for me and you rose again. That same power that raised you from the dead, I'd like that to live within me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Church, these altars are open. Why don't we come and find a place to pray this morning? Maybe you're procrastinating about some things in your own life that you're putting off. When you come, let's let's spend some time with the Lord. Let's be real and honest with Him. Is it fear that's holding you back? Are you making excuses? Are you putting things off in your own personal life that's We don't have much time. We don't have much time left. He's coming back. God's called us, each and every one of us, God's called us to live a life of purpose. Hallelujah. God, today, minister, Lord God. Help us as men and women, God, not to give room for the devil and allow him to delight in our procrastination, but God, let us be men and women just simply do it and be obedient to do your will. Nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Let us be believers, God, who would have that motto in our lives. Nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray this morning. Lift your voice. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Oh God, have your way, Jesus. Oh yes, Lord.
Draw.